Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, good afternoon, or actually good morning here. Uh, we're here with Chris Napier. This, of course, is the Loan Depot Mortgage Hour. We're getting a little bit of a uh, shot of our normal weekday music, but uh, we're having some de- technical difficulties, and Chris Napier is here live in the studio to talk about mortgages. Chris, good afternoon. Actually, good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm excellent. Thanks for being here. And, mm-hmm. uh it is unbelievable. Let's just talk about timelines because I think that's the most important story right now. How long will people be, uh, if they find, they identify, like it's next to impossible, it feels like, to get into a house right now. Mm-hmm. You're competing against 40 people. You've got to be pre-qualified. Then right. when you get finally uh, going, you're going to fund in uh, somewhere between uh, 25 to 45 days. But mm-hmm. it's, it's tough right now to buy a house. Yeah, it really is. Eddie, we're, my company at Loan Depot will actually get people qualified and closed in 30 days, no big deal. Typically, um, we won't push anything faster than 30 days because of the process. There's just too much business. Uh, on our refinances, we're about 60 days out because we will close a purchase business first. If you already own a home and you live in it, you're not homeless, you know, by, be, you know, by being 60 days out. But the purchase business and how we do that, we're one of the few that actually hits the deadlines. I'm talking to other real estate agents that some other mortgage companies are missing, you know, two week or one month needing two to three weeks or a month extension on most of these contracts. So, you know, um, a lot of people are not hitting deadlines. And if you catch the smallest little uh, mistake or error or you're not completely prepared, wires to uh, fight on condition of property uh, or the appraisal comes back in late, love it. you're not closing and, you know, having here. So tell me uh, what we have to look forward for the next three to six months uh, in terms of rates, expectations for sellers, buyers, what, what's the real estate market going to look like? Well, there's two camps, Eddie. So one camp says, okay, we're going to still have these really incredibly low interest rates. You know, the Federal Reserve is still going to buy them down. They've already committed for about two to three years out. And then you have, uh, and I'm going to get real technical here for just half a second, but you have the FHFA, which is the governing body for Fannie and Freddie trying to go private, and they're trying to raise a trillion dollars, and it's almost laughable as an IPO just too much money, plus, you know, lawsuits and everything else that's going on with it. And as soon as that even gets through, I guarantee you the people who have the common shares or preferred stock of those companies are going to take it to the Supreme Court, proving this guy can't do it. So anyway, if they get that to pass, uh, January 2021, Fannie and Freddie are supposed to be private. They lose their charter. I'm a betting man that thinks that the most likely and easiest solution is they're going to punt the can down the field, Okay. They won't be ready by January. They're just going to say, hey, let's, uh, we need more time to quote-unquote study this, and we're going to punt out for two years. Um, but on the assumption they don't, then even though the interest rates are super low, they may be about a half percent higher than we are now just because they're trying to go private. So overall, you're still going to be fine. And here's the interesting thing. Some really intelligent people I follow say that we're never going to go past 6% again. Like, we're not ever going past, you know... Like, five. ever in the history of the world for the next 300 years? Well, you in know our lifetime, okay. you know what I mean? All right. So, uh, they said, yeah, we're not going to go... We're not going past, you know, in the, you know, get in the sixes. He's like, we're, we're, you'll, you know, in my career, I probably will never be back in the position of six. Which, of course, means as soon as this goes on air, it'll be six. Um, but what <laughs> the ultimate in cynicism right here in the Kiva. Oh, no, we, we, that will, that will take uh, maybe a decade or more. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so you just got this kind of back and forth, but um, 
I think the Federal Reserve is going to continue to buy down the rates to kind of give the economy a runway to try to recover, try to give everybody a chance to refinance into, you know, improving financials. You know, um, I'm getting people, say, 450 bucks, $380 today. Uh, you know, Thursday I got a client close for $380 in savings, and nobody else in town could do it, and they didn't understand the rule I used, and we got it closed. Um, and so there's all kinds. I got another family that's saving $1,300 a month, so... It's a big deal, and um, you know if you're heading into 2021 and you're thinking about either buying or selling or actually doing a refinance, you're going to want to do it now, like absolutely 100% right now. The bottom to the rates are here. We're not going to drop any lower than we're seeing right now for probably the next 30, 60, 90 days um, at minimum, and of course, with all the questions that are in the air Going into 2021, January 2021, beyond politics, just the normal stuff for our business side, I can't predict. I mean, we have a lot of wild guesses. That's why we have like two two camps. But there's not a consensus is essentially what you're saying. No, there's not. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes uh, moving forward. Let's uh, help people get into a home. We've got pe- pe- people pre-qualified, improve their credit, and mm-hmm. uh, tell us the uh, rigmarole how we're going to go ahead and get them into a home. Well... What I'll do is it takes me about uh, 20 minutes. So we can go through that entire process, get you qualified in 20 minutes. Um, I helped a young lady who thought she couldn't qualify. Um, I was referred to her by her mother who I helped save her house um, and gave her the legalities on how she could keep her house, and she did. And so she referred her daughter to me, a first-time homebuyer. Literally the daughter, we had a 20-minute conversation. Uh, she dropped her paperwork off. She's now finding a house. So it's really not that complicated. Of course, I've also been doing this for 17 years, Eddie. So, you know, if you call me on a Friday, it just happens to be a Friday afternoon for me. It's not like I'm, I need the practice. Right. So um, we go through that process. It takes about 20 minutes. We do a verbal application or you can do online with me um, or we can meet in person. Uh, but typically trying to meet me in person at the moment, you know, your schedule, my schedule may take a couple of days to try to work something out. Again, 20 minutes, you're in and out. And we can tell you what's going on. When it comes to, you know, getting situated uh, in your house moving forward, are there anything in terms of points or buy-downs or anything that are still offered in this uh, very all-time low interest rate environment? Mm-hmm. All the time. So... From an amortization schedule, so for all my mortgage banks out there, located if you're at two and a half percent on an interest rate for a thirty-year fixed mortgage, you're at forty-seven percent of what's called principal and interest. So, if you're putting a dollar to your mortgage, just about ballpark forty-seven cents of every dollar goes to paying off the house. Okay, that goes directly to principal. So you're only putting fifty-three cents to the to interest. That's your interest cost. Now that may sound expensive, but you know, in the old days, we're at six, you know, five, four, threes. In the numbers, and those, you know, four, five, or sixes, you started in the 30s. You didn't start at nearly 50%. So to go from, say, 36 to 47, like a natural progression for that process, Eddie, you're looking at about a 10-year literal leap forward in terms of cost of money. So if you got yourself at a 2.5% interest rate and ballpark depending on things, you could pay, you know, some points for that. But if you're going to pay long-term, you know, like this is your one and done, Yep, it may be worth it. Okay, I mean, I may I mean, not be. Able you're, you're killing probably an additional two hundred bucks. Oh, easy. Yeah. I, I, that's two hundred dollars on like a hundred and twenty grand. I mean, you're three hundred thousand. That's six eight hundred dollars a month. I mean, 
you know, I just got a gentleman close. We took him from 4% to 2.99. He didn't even option for the 2.5. That's $400 a month at 270 So it's not hard to save money at any of these numbers. We're speaking with Chris Napier. Napier uh, Chris, how can people reach you? Uh, smoke signal's the best, Eddie. Uh, I just rub them together pretty hard yeah. on a Saturday morning. Chris will be looking westward. Yeah, I'm and balloons. I'm going to be looking for smoke signals <laughs> and balloons. Um, seven one zero two four nine nine. That's seven one zero two four nine nine. And I don't know if we said this before, but your NMLS number. Yeah, absolutely. In case anybody cares, three three zero zero nine three. You're in an unbelievably good mood. Uh, well, what else is happening uh, in the mortgage business these days? Um, we are. Uh, I would say, uh, if you're dealing with the process, nothing is fast right now. Okay, so let me give perspective. The industry built, and we have professionals that, you know, this is a subspecialty. You just can't walk on the campus and think you're a senior, right? So we, <laughs> we, are, about a, we are about a $2 trillion industry, right, per year. That's our capacity. They're now guessing at the end of the year we're going to do $4.5 trillion. So re- literally in the second quarter this year we did $1.1. In this third quarter we already did $1.1 trillion again. And that's usually what we pull off in a year. So if you use me or you don't use me, just be nice to your mortgage people. I mean, literally, they're, we're burning the midnight oil. I had docs go to a title company at 1245 in the morning from our closers. I mean, they're literally almost working 24-7 to try to get through the process. Um, so, you know, give everybody a little grace. We are pushing as hard as we possibly can. We are not sitting on the beach, you know, sipping Mai Tais and although that sounds like better than the alternative at the moment, you know, just to try to find a break. But what happens is, is as you go through the process, you know, you, if you're buying a house, make sure you're, you have everything up front. Make it as easy on you and your, you know, your lender of choice as easy as possible. And if you're going to do a refinance, most people, I mean, there are some banks out there 90, 120 days. Thank goodness mine's 60. Um, but most of people are really long out or what they've done is raise their interest rates for triage to stop the you know to stop the stop the business coming in and just triage the pipeline they have now we have not done that so we have exactly extremely competitive rates we have all of our programs we kind of have like the pre-covid underwriting which is dramatically different than our friends and neighbors because um, if you have now you know covid and there's pre-covid underwriting guidelines and post-covid underwriting guidelines so we have both. Uh, but, yeah, we have all of those things. But, yeah, you're, I would say if you're going to do it, I don't think there's a better time, really, truly. You know, the next 30 days, we got an election coming up. And after that, I think it's kind of anybody's guess on how things are going to exactly turn out. And so if you want to lock it in, now is the time. Seven one zero two four nine nine. That's seven one zero two four nine nine. Or dot mortgageguy dot com. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Chris, as we continue to move headlong into the end of the year with the election and everything else, um, is this a good time to buy? Uh, is there going to be better? You know, six months from now, or did the good time already pass? Uh, just in terms of people trying to time the market. Yeah, you're. Again, there's again that they're divided. Okay. Um, you know, the same guys who believe the sky is going to fall and it's all going to go down, they also believe the sky, you know, the value of the house is going to go down. And then the guys who believe the interest rates are going to remain low because they're going to remain low and they don't see another, you know, they don't see the 
the probability of the other outcome coming true, uh, they also look at demographics of the millennials, right? So you look at the demographics where all these kids are in the you know late 20s, early 30s going, I want a house now. I mean, they put themselves on the sidelines for five years. Now they're coming into play. And the problem is, is that a lot of our senior citizens are not leaving the home anymore. They're not going to assisted living. So they're staying at where they're at, which means there's no forward movement. You know, those houses usually are taken by, you know, second-generation buyers, third-generation buyers, you know, not your first-time home buyers. So if there's nothing at the top of the stack to move, then you don't have your second, third move, which means that, you know, your first-time home buyers have nothing to buy. So because it's locked away, that's going to keep the values of the houses higher. So when you're looking at it, I mean, I think probably everybody's right, so we'll probably be a mix of all of the answers. Um, just in the timing of those answers is let me put it this way, Eddie. If I knew the timing of those answers, I'd have Wall Street with a you know a line at the door with Wall Street trying to offer to polish my shoes and ask me for anything I could want. But you know anybody who tells you they know exactly, uh, they also have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. Um, but the probabilities are pretty strong. You know there are trends, and the trend looks like we're still going to be extremely low interest rates. We may not be all time lows, but we're not going to be all time highs. And it looks like, depending on how things move, you know, in terms of people switching houses, that'll be there. But you don't have any builders building houses. This might be the first time I've ever asked you to actually talk about this or comment on this. But tell me about the pricing in the housing market. These uh, numbers are going through the roof. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Oh, absolutely. Um, we are at best or better than we were at 2006. Okay. So 2006-07, right before the crash in 08, our values of houses are at least as high or if not higher. Now, you would think that would be like a really bad thing, but you also got to look at that was a de- you know 12 years ago, and the average rate of inflation is 2% a year, right? So if 2% a year is at 12 is 24% inflation, you know, 24% less buying power or inflation, you could actually have a 25 percent higher number on um, your house and it's still worth the same numbers in 2008 dollars so you got to put it in perspective of that type of inflationary conversation to try to make a baseline in that baseline you're looking at I think kind of the same numbers and so you know it really comes down to can the people make their payment and you know can they pay their other bills by doing the same thing so when we're looking at this whole process, uh, I think we're kind of pushing the limits again. I don't see another 25% increase in values without probably being in a true bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're kind of near those limits because we really got to afford the payment. Okay. Now, everything I just said could be a complete total you know, fabrication. If interest rates on a 30-year mortgage goes to 2%, that just bought us you know, another 10% on values of homes or more. Right. We could have the same payment. So the values of the houses is really based on how much you could afford to pay. And because of our interest rates so low, that's why we can have another, you know, a house that was selling last year for 180 is now worth 200 grand. These numbers are just kind of crazy. That's all I'm saying. And it's no, absolutely. Just, uh, not really sure how to gauge uh, any of this. Chris, as always, uh, can be reached here uh, bright and early on a Saturday morning. Chris, how can people reach you? Seven one zero two four nine nine. Seven one zero two four nine nine and uh, dumb mortgage guy. How do we? Ha- <laughs> yeah. How do we spell that? D a mortgage guy dot com. Oh, really? That easy? Just, yeah. Sounds just like it spells. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Just like the uh, Bears. Sh- Chicago Bears <laughs> of the uh, 1985 Super Bowl. All yeah, right. yeah. Duh, Bears. Appreciate everybody uh, joining us here. Back after a quick break, commercial real estate update with Walt Arnold is next.